Welcome to the latest episode of the Hammer and Tusk Podcast. This is kind of an exciting episode for me, because as you know, my name is Mac. And my name is Ren. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know Ren well. She's kind of the boss around here. But if you've been reading the newsletter only, you didn't know that. People didn't know Ren has been creating this conversation for a long time now. And today we pulled back the curtain, we unveiled the magic Ren has been unleashed upon the world. That's really good. Uh, let's dive right into our topics of discussion for the weeks. First up, for children in pain, virtual reality offers dolphins and hope. That is the greatest headline we have ever written. Right. So this is another iteration of what we've seen before, which was using VR in burn units. So they're now using it in pediatric units and seeing huge successes there as well. And it's actually working. This isn't just like, oh, that'd be a cool idea. This is like, we've tried this. And it's, it's working. Well. They've tried it. And there was a fantastic quote from a nurse who's been working on the ward for like 30 years. And she said she's never seen anything like the transformation she sees in these kids oh right God. after they finish VR. If that doesn't warm your heart, <laughs> you have no heart, you cold bastard. Uh, next up, VR market in China is crazy. Like, really crazy. This is something I've known sort of in a peripheral way for a while. I've never zeroed in and sort of dug into it. It sounds like it's true. Tell us more, Ren. So one of the really fascinating things that's happening in China is that their restrictions on patents and hardware are a lot less stringent than they are in North America. So there's a lot they more... They don't have them. They don't have them, yeah, exactly. So there's way more opportunity for competition and challenge and sort of building and learning from each other. And we're seeing a rate of growth, especially in hardware, that's really exciting. Interesting side note, contrary to Western culture's assumptions that you need things like patents to protect innovation, otherwise why would anybody bother investing in innovation? That may or may not be true in very expensive drug trials and pharmaceutical industries, but in technology, in hardware, and in software, and in the things we love... The sharks that eat each other become bigger sharks. They become better sharks and gooder sharks. Gooder sharks is the name of this episode. Next up, playing online video games associated with higher grades. So this is one of those studies you have to take with a grain of salt because, you know, causality and who knows, chicken and egg. But they're claiming that kids with higher grades play more video games. Whether that's because kids who are smart like video games, or whether because video games make you smart, you never know. Or maybe because if you can afford to have video games, then you can afford to have tutors, uh-huh. and so you're able to focus on your education when you're not playing video games. Absolutely. But what we do know for sure is that it doesn't kill your brain cells like they've been saying. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> like we didn't already know that. <laughs> can VR help close the gender pay gap by teaching women salary negotiation skills? I don't have any salary negotiation skills, I would argue. And yet, apparently, I have more salary negotiation skills than many women by nature of the culture that I have been fed as a male in Western society. Absolutely. The women are just not taught to ask for things. Um, I've never negotiated a salary. I don't think I have either. I mean, I have when I'm starting a job. I've never... Negotiated a raise. Yeah, I've sure worked in a raise. <laughs> not to get a raise, to be honest. Uh, yeah. So this is um, another example of VR simulation. You put on the headset and you practice your negotiating skills. And every single one of these on their own, these examples of like, oh, VR could do this, it could do this, it seems kind of like 
niche. It seems kind of like that's interesting, but that isn't going to change the world on its own. But when you um, stack all of these things together, we start to see this outline of a VR changing the world by teaching people how to behave in ways that are more conductive to how we or they want themselves to behave. Absolutely. MYOB uses virtual reality to welcome recruits. So this is an interesting one. Apparently, they're using VR onboarding, essentially, and it's cutting down on employee turnover. So employee turnover is incredibly expensive for big companies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It costs a lot of money to onboard somebody. So they're using VR. They're getting them sort of into the culture fit, letting them have a, get a feel for the place, and somehow, I don't know how exactly, um, but somehow it's working. The other example I've seen of this, which actually makes a ton of sense, is Samsung. Samsung oh, is yeah. using the gear to train their own employees, but I think Samsung employees. And, you know, it all, we're at the point, if they didn't, you would start to sort of question, like, you know, <laughs> right. it makes a lot of sense that they do. The article of the week this week is, will immersive virtual reality be too much for kids and their parents? This is a really interesting one. You've probably all heard of this um, short film about the bunnies. It's called Invasion. It's about aliens mm. and you're playing bunnies. So they tested a version of the movie in which the bunny that you're not playing died. And kids lost it. Like, not in a good way. <laughs> it was just way too much. And you think about, you know, when I was a kid, my dad took me to see uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Didn't realize how scary it was going to be. So he just covered my face for most of it. I saw about half the movie, and I, you know, thought it was a grand old time. You can't do that in VR, right? You can't even hide behind the covers or, you know, look through the holes in your blanket. So yeah. it means you have to really think about ratings and how to write and sign for kids. Okay, okay, okay. AMD launches open source VR audio tech. Yeah, so we've talked a bit in the blog about how important 3D audio is to VR, so we're getting some cool open source software coming our way. Cast AR hires top gaming executives to head up mixed reality for board games. This seems like a really good fit to me. I don't know why we haven't seen more AR board games yet. Tabletop gaming is a huge industry, and you've already got you know stuff set up in a table around you. You're used to peripherals. Smart. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about tabletop AR games. To be honest. Yeah. Um, Radical Media and Uncorporeal connect to work on AR and MR. We know the Uncorporeal guys. They're uh, good people. Sebastian and Olivier over there. They're in New York, they're originally from Vancouver. Any idea what Radical Media is? Yeah, the two of them were teaming up to get actors into photogrammetric VR. And sometime soon, we're going to do a deep dive on the difference between photogrammetric, grammatric, however you say that word, versus light field volumes. Seems like this kind of like this is the VHS beta of the VR space. So uh, Yeah, so if you know a lot about it and you want to drop me a line... Let me know. Ren at hammerandtusk.com. W-R-E-N at hammerandtusk.com. We love to hear from you. Thanks for checking out the podcast. My name is Mac. And my name is Ren. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.